Imitators, episode 221 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Um, this episode, I'm just going to call Ready Player One. Um, so I saw the movie, and I liked it a lot, but I did not love it. This is just straight up. Um, I, because I... For any of you out there who know me or have heard me talk about Ready Player One, know that I've read the book twice, and I'm, I, yes, I realize, no, no, I know, no, yeah, I am going to be the guy who says the book was way better than the movie, and, like, there was, (laughs) again, the movie wasn't bad, I liked it a lot. The movie was a separate thing from the book because, A, it's a visual medium, and when you're reading the book, you can imagine it however you want, and B, um, I mean, like, Steven Spielberg was at the helm, so I feel like he probably took a lot of liberties um, in maybe action, um... But, there's a co-writer of the screenplay uh, named Zach Penn, and I don't know anything about him. I haven't looked up his IMDb or anything, but while I, when I saw the credits, I was like, by Zach Penn and Ernest Klein. Hmm, okay, alright. And, um, there's, there's a reference in the movie which I believe he still makes in the book. Um, I gotta read it again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write my own Ready Player One um, screenplay uh, the way I thought, the way I think it would be dope as hell. Um, there was one moment. <laughs> there was one moment in the movie where I was like. Oh, uh, okay, alright, alright, <laughs> it's, um, so there's, there's this thing with the, in the, in the book, I'll just say this, that in the book, the main character and the, like, love interest, um, I'll say the main two characters, uh, don't see each other in real life until the very, very end of the book. And, um... <clears throat> and they saw each other, like, pretty soon into it in the movie. Respectively, soon. I'm not saying, like, it was right away. Um... <clears throat> Actually, I'm not going to say too much about it for those who still want to see the movie and enjoy it for what it is, because it's a cool-ass movie. Um, and to, yeah, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. I am going to write a blog about it, and I'm going to write my own Ready Player One screenplay, because, I mean, you know? Writing is something that I do and love to do, and if it means writing something that I'll never see on the screen, but knowing that I could write it and it could look fucking dope on the page, I will do that, because, uh, yeah, again, really good movie. But it's not an exact copy of the book. Anyone who's read a book first, especially multiple times, and then seen the movie of the thing after it comes out, you know the you know the disappointment that I feel, which is uh, just like, oh okay, that's different. Oh okay, that's very different. Oh, that's completely um, opposite. Whoa. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, what am I, what am I, what am I going to do? Put this ticket stub in there. Or should I put it in my wallet? Yeah, it'd be safer there. I keep all my... <clears throat> Sorry if this gets quiet. I'm in the car tent and at 10.30 at night. And I'm in a patch of neighborhood where I not am not usually. <coughs> hmm. So if I get too loud, then someone might, you know, come over and knock on the windows. Be like, yo! Get the fuck out of there! And I'll be like, you get the fuck away from me! And they'll be like, you get the fuck out of there! And then, um, we both uh, catch on fire with how, how loud we're yelling. Because it gets so intense. Sometimes when you yell, you catch on fire. That's what I've seen in cartoons. Ready Player One. So, um, I have been doing the Ready Player One challenge a bunch since it came out, or since it started at the, uh, the Hollywood and Vine Ready Player One challenge. And it's been dope. Find the keys, go through the maze. Get to the Easter egg. <laughs> so, there are probably some scenes where, I don't know, they were probably just like, this will cost too much. Can you do something different? And... Shit, man. When you write something and then you see it turn into a movie or TV show, sometimes concessions are made. Um, <laughs> I will say... Um, that the main two actors, Ty Sheridan and Olivia Cook, are both like super attractive people. And in the book, um, he makes it evident in the beginning that he's like stocky and he's, um, I think he says husky, chunky maybe even. Um, and then at one point he describes the main girl, Artemis, as Rubenesque. So like a pinup model, like maybe got some meat on them bones and that's dope. Because attraction is not skin deep. And we know that because we've lived in the world and we've seen how the world works. And sometimes Hollywood just goes... No, 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 no. Heroes cannot be fat. No, 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 no. You're like, wait, what? Why? No, 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 no. Hollywood has become a cesspool of lies. Oh, shit, it's true. I mean, it's a little of an exaggeration, but it's still pretty true because no matter how you write your stuff they're always going to be like but let's do this here and let's put a spin here um again this is this is speculation i don't know what happened while they were writing it turning it into a movie Do you know how I felt? Um, there were <laughs> there were a couple times where I was like, "Wait, 
Wait, wait, what? No, wait, what? No, go ahead. But wait, what? I mean, that's cool. Like, there's a whole, there was a whole scene. <laughs> There was a whole scene where I was, I had my jaw dropped the whole time watching. I was like, this is so fucking dope. Wasn't in the book. That part that was so fucking dope wasn't in the book. And, and I'm like, oh, all right. Like, I, uh. <laughs> Again, I'm going to blog about it. I'm going to write my own Ready Player One. <laughs> screenplay because there were things that were in the screenplay that I or the book that I really really wanted to see play out in the movie and um it it's still cool to watch in my head like I'm going back over the parts in the book that they missed or that were too much. No, there's certain parts where I was like, no, okay, we could trim it up all the way here. We could, could change that line maybe. Maybe do a little uh, twist here, a little pirouette, a little uh, fucking um, uh, hollandaise sauce here. Maybe some uh, corn on the cob with a lot of butter. (laughs) Twelve minutes in. Whoa. Okay. So, this episode is called Ready Player One. I have these... Three sets, no, a set of three posters, which um, are Magic Eye posters, and I was never good at those. So, oh yeah, I have like half of this dew left. That is awesome. Another thing I, um, so I've got some double stuff Oreos here in the car car tent oh by the way if if um i i'm I've been talking with this girl on tinder for like a couple days and she just asked about the podcast so if you're listening out there hello um <clears throat> car tent car sleeping car chat i am technically homeless right now. Sleep in the back of my car. Life has been fucking weird. It's been like four months so far. Um, sorry for the crunching sounds. So if anyone out there would like to donate to keep hearing you and me in thoughts and talk with Doug Cole every week. Um, I have a Venmo, and it's Doug hyphen Culp. Easy to find. Um, okay. So, Ready Player One. The. You know, I think, I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, I'm damn sure that all three keys, um, the challenges in the book are 100% different than challenges in the movie so if you've seen one and read the other no 
if you've seen it and not read it, or if you've read it and not seen it, then the challenge is, I mean, you will be surprised when you see the movie, especially if you read the fucking book twice. I found the challenge within the book, too. There's a physical, in the physical book, there's a challenge that was hidden that he didn't tell anybody about. The author of the book and the person to complete the ver the three keys and then find the Easter egg of the challenge from the book, he gave his second DeLorean to. He just he had two DeLoreans. One is all decked out like like the one in the book. And one is like no decals, like it's all just a clean, straight up DeLorean and he gave he gave it to the person who found the contest, got the three keys and the Easter egg. Ugh. So awesome. The Ready Player One Challenge is going till April first, which is Easter Sunday and Easter Egg. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there on Sunday. I'm just gonna be like, yo, I'm back, saw the movie, I'm writing my own. <laughs> I'm writing my own version. Um, it was, it was super interesting um, to see how they showed uh, VR being used on a massive scale. The uh, the the way IOI was set up. Um, was like kind of how I thought it would be. Like it was, it's like all right, this is this is weird and like crazy, and I could see this. Um, the the like rooms, the the cells that they kept them in were very different from what I'd imagined and what was written in the book. Um, yeah, I, I don't have super strong feelings about it either way. Like, I, I liked it a lot, like I'm saying. And also, I think I could write a better screenplay. Um, it's like more concise, a lot more, a lot more like, uh, detail. Oh man, I'm thinking of the one part with this thing and I don't want to spoil it because that part is the same in both the book and the movie. And, and I'm like, huh. That's completely different than the book. Like, 100% different. Maybe, see, oh, shit. Okay, I'll just say this. There's, like, there's a Shining reference. <laughs> and, um, basically talks about how Stephen King wrote the Shining, and as a book, and then hated it when it became a movie. And and then while I was watching it, I was like, could could he have consciously, Ernest Klein, Ernie Klein, if you're out there, if you're listening, and you might be, maybe not, but I figured naming this episode Ready Player One might might do something. Um, did, like, when did you, when you wrote it as a movie, did you maybe make it so different that, um, 
it would be like it it really does feel like two separate pieces and that parts from the um parts from the book were like plucked and like placed on the page boom that'll be good boom this this that that this that this and then there was a lot of detail um that was just kind of glossed over um and some that was just completely completely left out or completely changed fun and dope as hell because I loved the book a lot and I'm really happy that there's a second book coming out and if he doesn't name it Ready Player 2 I'm gonna lose my fucking creative mind because <laughs> it seems like it's the only logical Title for a Ready Player One sequel. Ready Player Two? <laughs> Armada was another book that Ernest Klein wrote. This is just a little side, but um, I could see that turning into a movie as well. Because I've seen that play out in my head twice, because I've read it twice. <laughs> and um, I currently have my both that book and Armada lent out to my best friend Josh of 20 years and um, Josh if you're listening I mean you're probably not he has kind of stepped away from every source of uh, media news wise anyway except Reddit and I'm like oh Reddit huh that's fucking lame <laughs> Like, Reddit, I don't care what you say about me or my podcast or anything that I create because you're just a website and you're just a collection of people who love things and talk about things that they love or hate. Um, and that's it. It's just a vote up, vote down, comment. Kind of boring as hell to me. Um, like, I don't have enough time in my life to dedicate... minutes per day for reddit i don't reddit is too much of a time suck for me it's almost like verbal or uh, a textual youtube rabbit hole where it'd be like oh there's this thing and then keep scrolling there's this thing this thing this thing <clears throat> anyway reddit who cares um ready player one hell yeah so oh yeah so in the challenge that I've been doing in the maze that they have set up I have I've done it in a minute like I've completed the whole maze in a minute and um, my score is still not at the top of the high five on the ready player one leaderboard dot com slash leaderboards slash top one zero top ten and the only thing that I can surmise is that either they're mad that I finished it in the time that I finished it or they just haven't updated it I've been emailing back and forth with the their tech guy who wrote the code wrote the algorithm that times you and if you finish it in under five minutes it's too fast and your score will not be up on the board not at the maze not on the um world leaderboard i don't think but my name was up there for a while it was number one and now it's number eight and i'm like did these people really fucking finish it in under a minute 
what do we got like 59 58 57 seconds fuck that i've i've been the vast i've been the fastest and like all the all the um all the actors who work in the maze know me now and they're like oh he's back what's up and and i've asked them too i'm like so has anyone else been like running through it like i have there's no possible way that anyone has faster than a minute right and they're like no so that gives me more reason to be like tate yo i'm calling you out (laughs) update the website to put me at the top of the leaderboard because if anyone is wade watts in this story i fucking am homeless gaming trying to do what i can for work There was a, there's a really cool part in the book. Man, there's so much that they left out. Wowie. Um, there's a really cool part in the book where Parzival, if you know the story, <clears throat> Parzival is the main character, and um, he he gets. <sighs> He gets the first thing. I'll just say thing because, again, I don't want to spoil it too much for anyone who hasn't seen it or read it. But he gets the first thing, and it's cool because he gets a a score up on the scoreboard, just like I'm talking about. The scoreboard looks the same, which is funny. I'm like, oh yeah, Ready Player One challenge maze of course they would make the scoreboard look like the scoreboard in the movie so he gets his his name up there and then like he gets a bunch of money which i don't remember that part maybe but um, upon getting this first thing and getting the money, um, I think he, like, spends it real quick or something, and then he's back down to zero, but then, um, there's companies that approach him, and they're like, hey, we see that you're a serious gamer, do you want to, uh wear some of our stuff like we got some cool haptic gear we got some cool gear for vr if you'll wear some of it on your avatar then that would be dope and we would pay you and then that's how he gets that's how he's like making a living barely like barely living his life barely still in it still in the game um because of these sponsorships and it was against his um better judgment but he was like damn i'm not gonna share any information with them at all if if all they want is for me to wear their logo on my avatar and they're gonna give me money for it i'm down as long as they don't just fucking try and tell me what to do or try and share share the end prize or whatever and um that was a cool little detail i was like what come on that wasn't that didn't make the movie that that's a really really cool moment um because it's in the book it's like this point of validation where it's like holy shit i've been looking for the egg this whole fucking time and no one has given a shit because i'm just a fat gamer kid i think acne was involved and i think they tried to do that in the beginning scene in the movie and i was like nah this kid he's not a nerd he's not a nerd and he's like (laughs) 
Never had a bad day in his life. <clears throat> Same with um, Olivia Cook. I'm sorry, Olivia Cook. You are not ugly in the least. You are beautiful, and that was like, I don't know. <clears throat> Interesting. I remember when uh, Olivia, if you're listening, and I know you are, not, who cares? I don't know. Just talking out into the void. This is what happens when there's solo episodes. Sometimes I talk for a while, and sometimes talk for like 15 minutes. But, Olivia, I liked you on Bates Motel. I only saw the first couple seasons. Oh, man. That's a show I would catch up on, because it's weird and, like, crazy, and... And there's surprises... Do you guys know the feeling of watching something and you're like, all right, okay, I can see that. Yep, there's that thing. Uh-huh. That's kind of what it's like when you read the book and then you watch the movie. There's like no surprises. But like I said before, that it didn't go exactly by the book. It uh, It deviated a lot. And in some of those moments, I was like, whoa, like it was cool. And the way they did the avatars was really cool. Um, I thought, uh, so one thing about iRock is that he he's hanging he's hanging with the cool kids in the beginning and then he gets booted from this like private hangout room <coughs> i feel like that's a pretty pivotal story point too cuz i mean otherwise he's just a a mercenary which is less cool <coughs> then you're like he's just this other guy who's also a bad guy but in the book there's a fucking reason he's the bad guy and if you read it then you'll know why I'm going to bite my toe every time I said a word then I rhyme it if I could That's a slant rhyme if I've ever heard one. Or occurred one. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. Ready Player One. What else, what else, what else? The keys look dope as hell. Um, <laughs> when... It, dude, it it's so di- it's so different. Like the movie is so different from the book, and and the the differences are like very evident. Where while I was watching, I was like, uh, I, I was like, I don't remember this part from the book. They're doing it this way. Okay, like there was a bunch of moments like that. Like, oh, I don't remember that from the book. They're doing it this way? Okay. <laughs> um, the, what was the name of that dance club? The Distracted Sphere, I think. Which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's this whole huge storyline that could have been done with, like, cutaways and, like, um, cutaways and 
mean, I could have made it happen in like two pages, but it was, um, I don't know, they were like running, and then they were going to get caught, and one person hangs back and says, I'm sorry, and um, in the book, fuck, dude, it's, it's so different, like, I'm pretty sure in the book, he just kind of, like, walks over there, and he's like, yo, and they're like, um, get in here, and he's like, uh, see, I'm trying to talk about it without talking about it, it's, um, it's kind of hard to do, but, Again, I don't want to spoil anything. I've probably spoiled a couple things. And for that, I apologize. But I've kept main story points. Like, <sighs> um, I've kept them as they are. Mm, is that? No, I've kept them uh, clandestine. So yeah, Ready Player One. Go see it. But, if you're thinking of reading it, fucking read it. Because it's a really good book. Like, I cried both times while reading the book. I've never cried while reading a book before. That book. Actually, maybe Running With Scissors. Maybe. I think a little bit. But certainly Ready Player One. And certainly Armada. Um, but I did not cry during the movie. Like, at all. I was like, whoa, that's cool. That looks cool. Alright, cool. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Alright. Sweet. And, um, yeah, the, the imagery in the book is, like, so vivid in my mind, and I'm like, yeah, that could have been done, you could have done that. What about this instead of that? I don't know. Things where I'm like picking it apart, but I'm I'm glad that I haven't been too specific about the things that I would change because then I mean the argument would just be, well, of course they're gonna leave things out from the book. Like anyone who has anything negative to say about what I'm saying, I don't care. I'm just speaking my truth, speaking how I feel, and since I know the book, and love the book so much, and then seeing the movie, and it's like, different enough, where I tweeted out, <laughs> I tweeted out at Ernest Klein and Zach Penn, I was like, whoa, I'm gonna write my own screenplay for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I liked it a lot, and then I was like, blog prologue, I liked it a lot. But yeah, I want to I wanna take a pass at it. I'm going to be like, ready, player one? I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. Are you fucking ready? Are you fucking ready? Let's see how long I've been going. 40 minutes. Alright. It's decent. I might call it soon anyway. <sighs> Damn. Um, yeah, I was gonna maybe try and write my blog post um while recording the podcast, but that's a fool's errand, because I would just be typing and then going, okay, sorry, I just typed about blah, blah, blah. You'll, you'll read it. 
But Ready Player One is Ready Player Done. Oh, I was gonna say, as I was walking out the movie, out of the movie, I thought to myself, I'm glad I didn't buy multiple days in a row tickets to see this. Because again, they're so different, the book and the movie. They're so different that for me to go into the movie again and expect to find things or little tiny details that were in the book that I just didn't catch the first time, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I, I scoured that movie with my eyes. I was like devouring the whole thing. And I'm going to write it as a movie. And then, at when I was thinking about taking a pass at it, going, I'll write this as a screenplay, I went, wait, could this be a TV show? And maybe, like, season one could be Ready Player One. Season two could be Ready Player Two. But... And it could be short seasons, too. It could be, like, six episodes per season. Because to add all of the things that I wanted from the book, some of the things actually were just... Would you, you could just swap them out, and then people would go, Oh, dope. Oh, it's that? Oh, cool. I wonder why they chose this thing instead. Huh? And then some things would add some much-needed, like, um, time for character development and really, really percolating um, on the difficulty of this contest. I think that's a part that they skimmed over pretty quickly, that... Um, in the book, when you're reading it, you're reading about it, like, he, he starts out narrating, like, this is, um, this is what's happening, this is what has happened. It's almost like he started writing the story, the character Wade Watts started writing his story, wrote, like, a prologue moment. And then went into how it all started. And. Um, some of that was glossed over. There's like the archives. Archives were dope. I was super. Super 100% expecting. Them to play Robotron in the movie and they didn't i'm gonna give that away if you're waiting for them to play robotron 2084 in the movie they do not at all they do say robotron one time but they don't play it um at one the arcade is in the movie and i saw it standing there and I was like fuck fucking fuck I wish they played you I wish they played you even a little bit because the way I'm going to write them playing it is well I don't know if you know this but I fucking know Robotron now I've I've been playing it a lot over the past four months living in my car sleeping in my car and I have four scores on the permanent high scoreboard in this arcade. And um, the arcade... No, that's not what I was going to go with. The... 
the way, I mean, the way that I can show, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. I'll write it, and then you'll see, and then you'll be like, oh, cool. He wrote a screenplay like he said he was going to. I've written TV show scripts. I've started movie scripts of my own. I started writing a Star Wars Episode Eight after seeing Star Wars Episode Seven four times in the theater. This is a new sensation. This is me creatively as a writer going, huh. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would have done that. Probably would have done this. I probably would have done that. But this and this, 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 that. It's probably hard to listen to me talk about it without saying much about it. That's another reason I'm going to end here soon. But Ready Player One, Robotron, like, that was one reason why I gravitated towards Robotron when I went to this particular arcade. Because I was like, oh, dope. Just like in Ready Player One. <laughs> and then I see the movie, and they don't even fucking play it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I still played it a shit ton. And... Like, the people in the arcade know me now. Like, they see me come in. They're like, oh, what's up? I'll tell them I got another permanent high score. They're like, that is awesome. <laughs> the arcade's a simulation. It's all a simulation. It's all a simulation theory. Here's one here's one thing that I will say. So the bad guys in the movie and the book are called Sixers. S I X E R S. And they named them Sixers. It's actually a Gunter term. And Gunters are the egg hunters in the book and the movie. But, Sixers gets abbreviated, or not abbreviated, changed completely in the book to Suxors. S-U-X-O-R-Z. And that didn't make it into the movie. I'm like, huh. Why the fuck would, wouldn't you, like, really just... Bring the point home that anyone who's a fucking poser and who's like, yeah, I like video games and they don't play video games is a fucking poser. And that was a big point that they drove home in the book that it was like, oh, you're a sixer? So you're a fucking sucker, huh? So you're just like working for this nameless, faceless corporation that only wants to monetize the Oasis? Cool. Fuck you, Suxor. <coughs> in the movie, they just call them Sixers the whole time. All of the all of the cool people who were like the heroes all called them Sixers. I'm like, not not even one person could slip in like Suxors, and then no. I mean, the answer is no. I guess. But not for my version. Also, I think I'm going to make my version rated R. Just because, like, I, I think they said fucking once in the movie. They did. Fucking blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what they said it for. It was, I, I was like, oh, that's... Alright. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was, and I am going to write one, two, ready player two. Boop, 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 boop. Mm. But really, I'm writing ready player one screenplay. I'm going to do it. I'll call it, um, 
let's call it Ready Player One, because why change the name? Why change the name when it's such a fucking beautiful name for a book, for a movie? There was, um, there was a moment in waiting in line for the Ready Player One challenge, the maze, to get through, go get the keys, get the Easter egg. There was a moment when everyone was asked in line from these Fandango representatives. That's how I got the movie ticket, money to go see it. Because I answered trivia while waiting for the challenge. So one of the questions was, does anybody know where the name Ready Player One came from? And no one was raising their hand. And I was like, uh, it's from the start screen of a video game when you play it. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's right. Oh, boy. A lot of people are not ready, player one, for ready player one. But a lot are. And I feel like there's going to be a small division after the movie between people who read the book and people who haven't read the book. And... The people who haven't read the book and are like, the movie's fucking awesome, what are you fucking talking about? Uh, are the suckers. <laughs> like, you didn't do the research, you didn't look at the source material at all, because this whole fucking story has an underlying current of knowing the backstory and knowing the favorite things of this character that's built into the story. And then if you just go see the movie and don't care about the book, then you're a poser for this particular movie. <laughs> I'll admit that I'm a poser for the Lord of the Rings movies. I haven't read them. have not read those books. Wasn't didn't read The Hobbit in school. Like, that wasn't one of the books that we read. I was in regular English. Ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. I didn't give a fuck about AP. And maybe they read it in AP English 1? I don't know. I, I Like I said, didn't read it. So then I, I also never read The Lord of the Rings books. I didn't read a lot growing up. Like, at all. And... And I was like, that's cool. I'll just watch the movie. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. I'll just watch the movie. Ha ha. Well, after having written. Um and after having read, I appreciate it a lot more. And so yeah, I'm a poser for for the little Lord of the Rings movies. I'm a fucking sucker when it comes to the Lord of the Rings, because I only know the surface things that I've seen in the movies. I haven't looked up extra stuff. I did watch all of the special features on the Fellowship of the Ring special edition DVD, but that's it. Like, I don't own Two Towers or um, Return of the King. It's not because I didn't love them. Just because I was like, well, I'll get them at some point. But didn't know the source material, so didn't care about it as much as me talking about Ready Player One right now. Um, I talked about Ready Player One. I did stand-up last night. And um, haven't done it in a little bit. And I was like super high, so that was fun. And also, I was like, is anyone excited for Ready Player One? A couple people clapped. And then, I was like, who's not excited for Ready Player One? And, um, like, a couple claps. And I was like, well, everyone should 
see this movie or read this book, but whichever you do, just know that the underlying story, it's all packaged as like this nostalgia fest and like, oh, it's so fun, it's so retro, it's 80s, blah, cool. But the under undercurrent of the whole entire thing is net neutrality needs to be saved and we need to save it and um, Oh, I was like, we need to save it, or the internet is fucked. And then someone yelled out, it's, it won't, like, it won't go away, like the internet. And I was like, well, yeah, not completely, but it's going to be shittier and weird. It'll be like, damn, my movie's not loading. Netflix. Shit, they must not have paid their premium premium speed uh, bill this month. But it probably wouldn't be Netflix. It'd be like other smaller, lesser known streaming services. <laughs> and then only the only the strongest will survive. And then there will be like five companies. <sighs> Capitalism is crumbling in front of our faces. And I have a solution to end all homelessness. And I'm homeless right now. So, anyone out there. <clears throat> if you respect what I said at all. Or if you just uh, think I'm a cool dude. Or want to help out. Go find find my Twitter, Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. Retweet me on my tweets about hashtag end all homelessness. Because I'm going to end all homelessness in the entire world. And it's going to be fucking dope. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to take a long time. But I think the ball could start rolling this year. I am going to make it through this year if it kills me. <clears throat> Little mountain goats uh, toss in for you. Oh, okay. I was going to maybe try and eat while I podcasted as well, but I ate that Oreo and I was like, this is too much dead air, and then you're just listening to me chew. That's not what podcasts are about, unless it's an eating podcast, which sounds like fun. But that's not what this is. Just talking about Ready Player One, how the book and the movie are super, super different. And, um... Yeah. It's a fun movie. Go see it. If you like reading at all, read the book. Buy the physical copy and... You might be able to find the hidden contest within. I was talking to someone at the Ready Player One Challenge earlier today. And, uh, oh shit, it's 11.30. That's another good reason to stop, because I can watch Colbert. But I was just going to say that I I was telling the guy, because he goes, Oh, you've been through it multiple times. What are you, IOI? What are you, a sixer? And I was like, what? I was like, no. I'm doing the I'm doing the research. I'm gonna get the highest score. And uh I was like, have you read it? And he was like, I did. I have read it. <clears throat> oh wait, did he read it? Yeah. He was like, Yeah. And I go, It's so good. Did you find the contest in the book? And he was like what? No. I go, yo, 
And I'm telling like three or four people, I'm like, he hit a contest in a book about a contest. I found it on my own after the contest had already ended, but I went through, I started playing the games. They're still up there. They're still, they're still available. And you got to find it on your own and you can only find it in the physical copy of the book. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. <laughs> That's it. An abrupt ending. But this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Ready Player One.